Bravo Insider. He is signed <laughs> oh, oh, oh. up. He's the signed up to get Bravo updates, and I have never been <laughs> like I clutched my chest with proudness. It was a beautiful moment. I have to know when these Bravo Con tickets go on sale. Woo! About how, just take my money, Andy. Take all of take it. Take all of it. We literally have been debating how much we would yeah. spend. Like, okay, yeah. thinking, about, thinking about rooms. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the max? Like, what what would we realistically be okay-ish yeah. spending? Because we missed it the first time and then a, a pandemic happened, it's at any cost at this point. And we kicked ourselves so hard when we didn't end up going. And I remember we talked about this. I saw people, like, showing up on my Instagram feed and stuff, people from college that had gone i was like oh it is gonna be just one girl sesh oh, oh my, my god the fact that you want to go makes me so thrilled this is y'all super bowl it is it's y'all's wrestlemania yep i have to be there yep Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We are two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree. And I'm LP. And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Episode 15. Do we have to cheer every time? I mean, preferably. I think you got it last week. All right. That's the extent of it. Once a season. What? I get the reaction that I want. You know, I tried out for cheerleading once when I was a kid. I didn't make it clearly for so many reasons. But there was definitely a time where I tried out for cheerleading. Wow. I could do like things like herkies and things kind of well for not being trained in how to do them so that anyone gets trained but i could i got some height in my jump nice so. i was not very athletic so i did not do cheerleading uh there was also a reason i was not picked to do cheerleading. <laughs> well welcome to boy meets bravo everyone we are in fact going to talk about our athletic pasts um instead we're going to talk about one of LP and my favorite things in this world, and that's Bravo TV. It is inappropriate, the levels that we watch. <laughs> but like you said, I think in our intro, like uh, an, an inordinate amount, like yeah. our employers would be embarrassed. By they us. would be embarrassed. Um, but something that is interesting or different rather about this podcast is that it's not just two Bravo fans chit-chatting about this week in Bravo, but we've invited my husband, Desmond, who we are trying to slowly bring into the Bravo fold to watch with us and chat with us. And he's thrilled once again. Mm. I'm back, yo. He's back. I'm back. I feel like this one may have sparked some interest in you. Just by the way that you've talked about it so far. We'll get into it. We'll let you talk about what you thought of I have some hot takes. Yeah. Okay. Of this week's episode. Because we are getting into Shaw's Sunset. And I um oh, finally. I know. I know. I we both have missed this. Mm-hmm. This has always been a favorite of mine and Breeze for sure. Yeah. Um it's just and when I lived in LA, I would try and track not intentionally, like I wasn't like hunting down the Shaws, but I'd be like, oh, I know where that is. Or I've been there. I wonder if I'll see them there. And then as we've said here before, we did actually run into one of them out while I was pumping gas 
Bree and I were going up to Santa Barbara. She was out to visit. So, so one of the guys that you watched yesterday. I've heard your story. So yeah. tell me which one it is now. Mike. Oh, somebody got fucked in. <laughs> which one of y'all? Which one of y'all beat? Wasn't Bree because she flew into the backseat <laughs> of the car terrified. I did. I was behind him in line to go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. Okay. But I, we were not in the bathroom at the same time. Mike pipes him down. Oh, wow. Oh. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. I fangirl from afar really intensely and I still can't like explain my, my reaction my literally my reaction was lp that's mike from shows of sunset and then i jumped into the vehicle she did she did like he would see me and notice who i was what's wrong with me <sighs> you get anxious and nervous very quickly especially surprisingly about around like d-list celebrities <laughs> <No>. so, like, <laughs> well how's everybody's week how was your week lp it was, you know what? It's I'm excited to pod today. It was been a frustrating day at work. I almost had to go full blown Caroline Manzo on someone today. Oh, so serious. It was serious. Like I was ready to go mob style on these people. I work in sales. And the one thing you don't mess with is my pipeline, you know? And I had somebody ready to take a big old chomp out of my pipeline with and i came back with vengeance (laughs) it ended up it was a miscommunication but in the in the meantime i was ready to lose my mind so uh yeah speaking of i didn't realize i read this the other day speaking of caroline manzo i'm going to tie this back in um i dina manzo's ex-husband was recently indicted for his role in hiring a mafioso to come over and beat up rob and beat up dina Dina and her new husband is rob her husband no rob and beat up like they robbed them beat them up and then made it look like an armed robbery i remember but it was her ex-husband who had ended up like it ended up the they it started they dug into it a little bit and the guy that came in and beat them up had like a mob pass and then it came out that recently that her ex-husband has been indicted for hiring that guy. This is a, a former New Jersey housewife. Oh, my gosh. And so Dina, the one who was had the home invasion happen to her, mm-hmm. her sister, she and her sister married brothers. Correct. And so she divorced the brother. And now the essentially uh, Caroline's brother-in-law yeah. is the one who set it all up. Yeah. Well, whoever uh, actually did it, he he's going to get killed. He's a rat. Uh-huh. How, how else would they find out that he hired, like, he got hired by that person? He had to, he had to, uh, he had to say something. You know what I mean? All right, Detective Stable. We watch a lot Ooh. of, like, crime-related TV <laughs> right. shows. So, yeah, now that you say that, especially if he talked, then yeah. that's a rat. He's a rat. Well, it's interesting because Caroline went to deep extent on all like all the reunions because there were always these rumors surrounding the Manzos and like were they connected to the mob? Like were we watching some of the like a mob family on TV? Um, because uh her husband, the one of the brothers, their father, their father, so basically Dina Manzo, Dina and Caroline Manzo's father-in-law was m- murdered as part of a mafia hit. So, like, there were these rumors surrounding it. Caroline had said that, like, no, this is not true. We that we are not a part of the mob. We are not part of the mafia. This is insulting that you would 
besmirch our family's name with like such salacious rumors. They're just thick as thieves. They're thick as thieves. And but it turns out, I mean, sure looks like you're connected enough. So nothing else to say. Nothing I wanted. I don't want to piss off Caroline Manzo because she was my inspiration behind today. We do love you a lot. Please don't come. Yeah, I was ready to blow someone up. Like they were my Danielle style, you know, (laughs) and they were a clown. A clown. <laughs> and I was ready to kind of flip a table or two. I don't, she doesn't do that. That's She leaves Teresa to flip yeah, the table. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of the, the sure. New Jersey situation. Sure. Well, in the Bravo universe, we have some congratulatory information. So you remember the show Vanderpump Rules? Yes. With the servers. Remember DJ James Kennedy, the one that yelled at his drug girlfriend? Problem. Yeah. Yes. Um, Desmond thinks he has a drug problem. He, he does. He is an addict. He is. He's an alcoholic. He's he's the one who yelled at his girlfriend for like not leaving work to come to his show or whatever. Anyway, he has proposed allegedly his drug problem. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> alleged drug problem. Yeah, yeah. So he proposed to her yesterday while they were filming. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. What were they filming? Real Vanderpump Yeah, you didn't know. I I saw like them posting things and I just wasn't 100 percent sure that I believed that they were coming back. So, yeah, it's everybody. But because I saw something where Sheena is pregnant. So before she gives birth, she's on there for a hot minute. Um, A lot of the new people are gone, though. So I'm not sure. Thank God. I didn't want any of them back on anyways. I was like, get out of here, Dana. I'm just not. Actually, I'm just kidding. I like Dana probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what they're going to be, what they're filming. Like, what is there to film? Just like literally baby play dates. I actually, I wouldn't mind watching that as long as Stassi's still talking to Shade. Oh my God. I don't think Stassi's on. I think she's done with pump rules. Mm. But, you know, congrats to DJ James Kennedy and his new fiance, Rock Hill. It looked like they were at a party for her and it was instead of Coachella, it was Rachella mm. for Rock Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll, done we'll watch and it had. In a few I'll be honest on that theme. How many times have we seen that theme on reality television alone? <laughs> no one wants. Like, I barely want to go to Coachella. I think maybe DJ James Kennedy was like living out a dream of his because he wants to DJ Coachella one day. So he's like, let me throw a party for my girlfriend and name it Coachella. <laughs> Messy. I've never seen you take a shot like that. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was so like a mild shot, but so y'all take it. <laughs> I don't know. I think that may be so. Mm. She's like, maybe, I don't know. It, it could be, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I take your back, I take your back. Well, it's gone. <laughs> uh, how about you, Desmond? What you been up to this week? Um, Nothing really. I just checked the timeline and I saw that Ariana got married. Yeah, today. Yeah. That's Grande? Yeah. To who? To some go. real estate guy. Oh. Last name Gomez. Okay. Yeah. Was this like, did the world know she was getting married? I didn't know. And that's my girl. I didn't know she was, yeah, I didn't know she was dating anybody who doesn't know what it told me. Mm-hmm. I do kind of think I, vague, I don't know why I know this information, but I do vaguely think I knew that she was seeing someone that had nothing to do with the entertainment industry. Which probably is good. Yeah. I feel like for somebody that famous, like you can't, you either date somebody who is as famous because they get it, or you date fully outside of that. Right. For it to work. Did you see that J-Lo and Ben Affleck are hanging out again? Did I see? (laughs) Did I see? One of my all-time favorites, J-Lo. I did see that. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I haven't developed feelings one way or the other. 
It's a very quick turnaround. Uh, <laughs> talk about a rebound. I never, I never really understood that couple from the jump, I guess. So to see them like really come back to one another, especially after he got that back tattoo, it is <laughs> shocking to me a bit. But if like he, you know what? I'm happy. Do what you do to make you happy. And if that's what makes you happy, then go for it. My gosh. And Alex Rodriguez is just crying in his shoes. What a dummy. (laughs) Alex, what's her name? Madison LaCroix, nowhere to be found. We went to a work thing last weekend and they had a bunch of LaCroix in like a bucket. And Desmond goes, oh, look, there's some Madison LaCroix. (laughs) A little Bravo joke. And I was so proud. Speaking of proud, right before we got on today, I'm going to, I'm going to spill the tea, Desmond. (laughs) I found out that Desmond is a Bravo insider. He is signed up up to get Bravo updates. And I have never been like I clutched my chest with proudness. It was a beautiful moment. I have to know when these Bravo con tickets go on sale. About how just take my money, Andy. Take all of it. Take all of it. We literally have been debating how much we would yeah. spend. Like, okay, we started yeah. thinking, about, thinking about rooms. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the max? Like, what what would we realistically be okay-ish yeah. spending to go to BravoCon? And right now, it's a, because we missed it the first time and then a, a pandemic happened, we have to just pay. It's at any cost at this point. And we kicked ourselves so hard when we didn't end up going. And I remember we talked about this. I saw people like showing up on my Instagram feed and stuff. People from college that had gone. I was like, oh, it is going to be just one girl sesh. Oh, oh my, my God. The fact that you want to go makes me so thrilled. This is y'all Super Bowl. It is. It's y'all's WrestleMania. Yep. I have to be there. Yep. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. Please, Lord, just let us go. Is, is God listening? Please let us go to Bravo. Yeah, we'll know if God's a listener. <laughs> we just need Bravo God. Oh God. All right. Well, I'm excited for this episode. Uh, this is one of, this is a favorite, like I said, of mine and Bree's. And I'm excited to hear what Desmond's got to say. We've had a lot go on because we had basically the entirety of pandemic go on. They weren't filming. It didn't seem like they were scheduled to film even prior to like a lot of the other shows had already kind of been scheduled. So they were trying to stick to their production timeline. It's been a while since we've been with the Shaws. It's been over a year. Oh yeah. And it's thrilling to have them back in our lives because I think they are some of the more entertaining because just like Summer House, these people are actually friends. Like they, their families grew, they all grew up together. Their families all know each other. Their parents all know each other. Like they all have this connection of being a lot of them immigrants from Iran. And like, it's a, so you learn a lot, I think for me, culturally, like I don't have a whole lot of exposure to Persian families. I did a lot more when I lived in LA, but like you learn a lot culturally as well as they are entertaining as hell because they know each other. They know each other's mess. And as we've seen in season past, they have been ruthless to bring that out in yep. certain scenarios. So we've had a lot of babies join us. We've got Tommy in anger management and doing his old meditations. Rez is finally into his husband again. And Mike is <laughs> just being Mike. So I'm really excited to jump in and hear what Desen has to say. Yes, he is. You find like I Reza has been not into his own and not into his husband for the last couple of seasons with good reason. Right. His husband was kind of getting a little messy with the other boys and like made it seem like their mate. He might be stepping out or the things like 
some of the inside of the marriage stuff started to leak outside their, you know, little fortified walls. And he was not into Adam. <laughs> and then Adam, I guess, got a beard in pandemic. And all of a sudden he got hot for his husband go. again. So go Reza go. Big fan. He's commented or he's liked things of ours on Instagram or wherever Twitters. Where do you follow? The Twitters. The Twitters. The socials. All right. Well, I think we'll get into all of this next in Tea Time. Welcome back. It is officially tea time. What are we sipping on? Well, we are getting into the Shaws of Sunset. Like I said, so excited to have them back. So uh, I think we got a lot of, I mean, we got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. We needed like a whole... I know they do kind of, they did like, you know, that story time at the beginning of this episode, which I loved a lot. Yeah. Producers. Yes. Um, but there's a lot that happened from last season that we need to know going into this season. So the first and probably big foundational issue was between MJ and Reza at Beef. Um, this was when Adam may or may not have wanted to play strip Jenga while Reza was out of town. Yes. And... But and and MJ was maybe talking about it, but then it came out later that maybe Destiny might have been the one to tell Reza about it. It was all very confusing. And it seemed like he said, she said, maybe bits and pieces of conversation getting stacked together to create this story and this narrative around this guy, Allie, who um Adam had been texting semi-inappropriately. Um, it seems to be Adam's thing is just to text inappropriately to all their friends. Um, and so it came back to Reza. Reza was super pissed that all of his friends had some level of knowledge knowledge, and were continuing to talk about it and push this story around without ever coming to him and saying anything. Yeah. Now, this was all going on while MJ was quite literally in the hospital giving birth having a very she had a very at-risk pregnancy she had to be bedridden for about the last three months of her of her pregnancy and then deliver six weeks early and um ended up delivering a very healthy baby boy but in the process um had to have her uterus removed because of complications to like the placenta and thing and ultimately just kind of being very excited having the high of having your baby but then learning that you like can never have another one, you know, yourself again. And she was going through a lot of an emotional struggle. And then she gets this phone call from her friend while she is recovering from said surgery in the hospital, reaming her out about some bullshit in his marriage, but seemingly trivial when you've just gone through that sort of life experience. It was a wrong place. Not a wrong place. It was a wrong time situation. Like, MJ had just had this surgery. She just had like a near death birthing experience. And instead of Reza calling her to say like, how are things going? Is your son in the world yet? He's yelling at her about this rumor that she may or may not have been spreading. And because of that, she, you know, they had this huge, huge rift. He, they fell out. He had yet to see, even at the beginning of this season. Fell out. He threw them out do you remember at that pool party where he yelled at her 
no wonder your uterus has ex- exploded. You've had 19 abortions or something in front of everybody. in front of a whole party of people. But even and these people have been friends since they were children. So like he knows all the dirt and he threw that out across a whole party and all across the nation. But even before, like there's so much that happened because before all of that, because that was near the end, I guess, of last towards the end, towards the end of last season. But before all of that, because Reza had called and yelled at MJ while she was in the hospital. Tommy, her husband, went to their house to like confront him about it and nobody was home. So instead of confronting Reza and Adam, he instead like destroyed their backyard. Basically picked some <laughs> pots up and threw it around. Yeah, yeah. He took his anger out on on the plants um, and then uh, filed a restraining order on Reza. And Adam, or maybe just Reza. no, it was vice versa. Didn't um, no Adam and Reza filed a restraining order against Tommy at the beginning. I don't know honestly, but at the beginning of this season, I know that Tommy has a restraining order on Reza. Yeah, Reza did that, and then at the end of last season, basically Reza was trying to figure out how to patch things up to some degree, and she's like, "Well, a lot of damage has been done, but you could start by removing the restraining order for my husband. Like, let's start there." Oh my God. And he still clearly has yet to remove the restraining order from her husband. So I don't know how seriously I take anything Rez is saying when it comes to wanting to reconcile their friendship. Yeah. So that is like the the tip of the iceberg with those two. But we kind of we that begins this next season for us. Um, in the last season, Gigi is going through IVF because she's trying to get pregnant. Um, she's not trying to wait for that perfect relationship. She's just ready to have a baby. And so we end that season with her getting the news that she's pregnant. And then um, she she gives birth to baby Elijah, you know, while filming is over. But we get to see him at the beginning of this episode also and a little bit of change from her. Um, Nima is his whole and tell me if I'm wrong, but his whole thing has kind of been like. That he struggles. He's got this kind of like internal struggle. He's a wop, wop, <laughs> He, everything is like the, the, the tear show. Like, I, I like Nima. He seems like a nice guy. And he actually seems like probably one of the more genuinely nice people on this show. But his story is like, this happened to me and that's sad and this happened to me and that's sad. <laughs> it's like total wet blanket. But he did have a, sh- like, didn't one of his, didn't his ex-wife basically, she cheated on him, but was it with a friend? I don't remember. Well, either way, his so entire friend group season. apparently chose to hang out with his ex rather than him. So he like was excommunicated because his ex-wife cheated on him, I think. And like, so now he just kind of is like this lives lives this a bit of a sad, wandering life. He also has like a kind of an interesting background. He was raised by his father, right? Or his mother. His father. I can't remember this. I think the father and I think the sister wants to live with the mother. Exactly. So Nima has a sister, and they his parents got married or got divorced when they were very young and Nima went to go live with his father in one part of the country and his sister Mona went to live with her their mother in another part of the country and so they were like raised separately of each other and like he had a like it 
very odd. And then they kind of come back. They both try and for they try to forge a relationship as adults and put a lot of that behind them. And he's trying to forge more of a relationship with his mother. And it's it, it is a sad story. It's an unfortunate story because the kids kind of got put in a situation where they had to un- not even choose, but were like they kind of chose which parent to kind of go with and. It, it definitely plagues him in a lot of ways. Yes, he talks about his, his therapy a lot. Um, and all of his insecurities. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, just to kind of catch us up to this season, Mike, the guy we saw on the gas station, um, he's got a new girlfriend. and Paulina. Yeah, Paulina. And just the old Mike is back this season, I think I will say. Or perhaps he is. So I really want to know what Desmond thought of these, I mean, cause LP and I are just like big fans of the whole situation. So what did you, what did you think of the Shaws of sunset? <laughs> it was interesting. Okay. It was, it was okay. It was okay. Um, we'll see where it goes. It could be a show that I could watch. I <laughs> go, uh, Oh, what more do you want from me? So it was it was it was, it was a show. It was good. Okay. So what why did you think of of the Shaws? Oh, okay. Well shit, yeah. If you want me to break break down these motherfuckers, that's easy. Um I mean I, I think that's why we invited you here. <laughs> well she has okay. Um well first we had uh Messy Mark Cuban. Um, <laughs> Messy Mark Cuban. Reza? Reza? I guess so. <laughs> but that motherfucker looks just like, um, wait, what is he? Uh, what was his nationality? This guy. They're all Persian. Oh, so he's a Persian or Cuban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next we had, uh, oh man, this girl, she was, she gave me like uh, Kylie Jenner mixed with, um, mm, I actually I think I have notes on this. What does she look like? I'm very curious who looks mm. like Kylie Jenner. Um, is it Destiny? I don't know. Is it? No, 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 no. Okay. She looks like if Kylie Jenner was a wrestler. Okay. Um, Keep going. Golnessa? Yes, is who he's trying was to. Is that her? Gigi? About. Yeah, you don't see that? Mm, not even in the slightest. Oh my gosh. Okay. I gotta tell you, one of my favorite lines from Gigi was when <laughs> she was talking about her pie. And she, like, I guess Paulina had reached out to Reza, Destiny, and Gigi, and was like, this is going on. Here's like the 77 screenshots that I've taken of all the things that are, he's doing. Mike is up to his old tricks. And she's like, I cannot be bothered <laughs> by, she's like, I am eating pie. And she's like, I'm not playing games. She goes, got it. Getting back to my pie. <laughs> my baby is asleep. Yeah. I have just a little bit of time before I too want to go to sleep and I'm going to eat my pie. Yes. Well, <laughs> I I really like Gigi a lot. She, her story arc is kind of like a roller coaster. Um, if we had to put a visual to it, like if we had to graph it. Sure. Um, yes. She's very terrifying in in a way that's very impressive to me like um when we first see her at the beginning of this episode she's talking about um you know how she's a mother now and things have changed so much and she says you know i used to collect knives but i had to give those away to destiny and when and then it kind of the producers kind of cut to um (laughs) 
to her giving destiny her knife and she goes now this one this one you can cut anybody you're a single woman you're by yourself this is what you want this one this is it was like a hatchet and she was like this one is great you just throw it it's great i mean just going through her knife collection with destiny and destiny's like real real serious like concentrating so there's that so she's exchanged her knives for and baby bottles. she can dress someone down real quick she's got a quick tongue yeah and she, I believe, would make me feel small in a split instant. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. And there's, oh gosh, I forget what happens in the preview, but she like goes off on somebody and I perked up and I was like, there she is. Our girl is back. Yes. Just shows that no amount of motherhood really wipes, <laughs> you know, what your true soul is. Yeah. Like. The tiger's still in there. Yeah. What'd you think of Gigi? Who's Gigi? Golnessa. The one who you were just telling us. Oh, about. yeah. Um, she the new cool. mom. Uh, yeah. She was cool. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know these people yet, except for Mark Cuban. I don't know who else has a real storyline, except for uh, the dude who's uh, obviously cheating on his girl. Um, Mike, all right, Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, Mike's dirty, Mike. Mike, once you say your eye eye cloud gets hacked, come on. Man. Who believed that story? I had my hand in my head in my hand being like, what? this is bogus. And you can even see it on Paulina's face. That, she's exactly like, that. She's like, I don't buy any of this shit. Yeah. Like, I don't buy any of it. And she I, and she didn't either. She got out of the car. She walked away. She was like, you do not deserve my time nor attention. Get out of here. But he is a Mike is a cheating cheater who cheats. Mm-hmm. It's like is his M.O. He has been married once before. Did he cheat on her? Yep. too? That's what I thought. Anybody he's seemingly been with. And Golnessa knows him very well. Again, grew up together. They all went to like high school and stuff together. And she was like, he can't, he has a problem. He can't keep his duel, which is uh, Farsi for penis, um, to himself. You know what bothers me also about Mike is how he walks around thinking like he's still hot shit. Like his glamour muscles are still intact like they were when he was 26 years old. They are not, sir. You have man boobs. Those are not pecs. Nima, don't sit there and say like, ooh, your pecs have gotten so big. Those are quite literally mess. Okay. <laughs> they are male breasts. So it is, it is, it is what they are. So like, don't stand there and be like, the ladies love me. No, they don't. He loves, he thinks that they do love her. And I mean, so Part of the story time kind of situation that was happening in this first episode that I really liked was that they had Gigi and Destiny and Reza reading the text messages of the screenshots of the conversation between Mike and Homegirl. Oh, yes. Who DM'd him, who quote unquote DM'd him. Um, And he's asking her if she likes anal. And I'm like, you just asked these random ladies if they like anal? It was the least sexy, sexy talk I had ever seen. He was like, boobs? Are you a boobs or a, or a butt guy? And he was like, both. Like, oh my God. You? You? <laughs> yeah, he's gross. It was so, so disgusting, the whole thing. And you can tell, like I said, Paulina does not buy it. I was dying when Tommy and MJ, though, kept calling her Jessica. Oh, Did you that see that? Hurt me. that they hurt kept me to referring watch. to her as Jessica. Jessica is Mike's ex-wife. And so when Tommy mm. was doing his like gratitude rundown, he was like, thank you for MJ. Thank you for Mike. Thank you for Jessica. And that's when the, the editors were like, that's not Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. And I'm pretty sure she got called Jessica when they were in the kitchen oh, too. No, no. Well, I think Mike is a little bitch. He can't take ownership of any of his misgivings. He always pushes it off on other people. It's an iCloud hacking. Baloney. 
I don't believe any of it. He's a liar. He's a cheating cheater that cheats. But we saw him at the sicko in Malibu. So points there. I guess so. But he's also a... He was gaslighting the hell out of Paulina because when they were in the car leaving and she was getting really mad, he was like, you're so drunk. You're so drunk. And she's like, "What? no, I'm not. And he was like being very dramatic. Like, oh, my God, she's so drunk. Just like clutching his face. Yeah. I was like, no, she's no, she's mad at you. Yeah. She's not taking your shit right now. And she's getting more mad because you're telling her that she's drunk. You're right. and, oh, that made me so it was gonna, mad. It made me so irritated just watching it. I was like, stop trying to demean what she's saying to you by playing it off. Like, she can't actually mean what she's saying because she's intoxicated. Exactly. She can have had a few glasses of champagne and mean exactly what she means and mean it when she wakes up in the morning to treat your woman better. Yeah, he's... Mike could do better. Mike could be better. Yeah. He is doing better. Like, Paulina seems like she's got her things together. And as Gigi points out to him later in the season, like, she has two kids. Like, she has a life, man. There is more than just your pompous ass involved in this relationship. Stop playing games. So, we'll see what happens. But I loved it. MJ was poking at it like a Persian pro. (laughs) She was like, like the Persian grandma. She's like, well, don't you think that, like, maybe he was actually probably not doing that when it was probably he was doing that? Like, it's great. Yeah. She knows how to tiptoe around it now. Mm-hmm. Who else we got? I know there is uh, there's a guy who looks like uh, Mike situation mixed with um, who's the fake Jason Bourne. Um, I know exactly who you're talking who's about. Who's in the Marvel movie now? The fake Jason Bourne. Yeah, he played in the... Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner. Oh, okay. Jeremy Renner mixed with Mike the Situation. Oh, Who's that, that? That's Nima. Nima. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I definitely see Mike the Situation. Yeah. I see less Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I, I think like Jeremy Renner forehead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nima's hair has not changed or moved one iota since we met him. His his teeth have changed. He got new teeth last season. Yes, he did get veneers. Mm-hmm. They are very upfront. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we told you a little bit about Nima's story, kind of getting raised in this kind of somewhat of a torn household and Mm, he has a bit of a, he's, you know, woman left him and so did his friends. And he actually was trying to hook up with Gigi when we met him. It didn't Mm. go well. She, she started to entertain him and then I think that she realized like, I would dominate him. Yeah. Stronger (laughs) person. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I would dominate I'd him. make him cry often. Not only is Shalom still somewhat in the picture, I would kill him. Yeah, it would be bad. Yeah. Destiny actually moved in next door to Mike, which was cute. No, and next door to Reza. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes, next yeah. door to Reza. Reza popped over and said, welcome to the neighborhood, bitch. I know. I was wondering where he was. I was like, who's it going to be? Who moved in? <laughs> and lo and behold, Destiny's moved in. Yeah, that's exciting. I like her a lot. She's Did- like, she said she needed space for all those wigs. I can't keep up with her looks. Because not only is it just the wigs now it, and the thigh high boots, it is now she's changing her eye and her contact colors. Oh, my God. It's a different mm. woman every time I look at it. I love Destiny a lot. Um, didn't you tell me that she and Reza started out on the people's couch? I could be wrong about Reza, but I know for sure Destiny was It was on Destiny the and her sister, right? Yeah. Destiny was on the people's couch. And she knew Reza because like, their families had grown up together. Some, I think Reza and, and MJ were the genesis for um, Shaw's oh, Sunset. Oh, yes. I believe that they kind of got the, got the first peach, if you will. Yes. Um, so... But yeah, Destiny. I like Destiny. I've got no reason not to like Destiny. I think she's got a lot of 
sharp things to say about the group. She doesn't read. She reads through the bullshit. She loves a fashion moment, which I'm here for. She does. And she later maybe lays hands on Mike. Stop. What? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Who? What? Yeah. Tell me more. You that's, know? that's all I know. It was okay. like one of the previews for the rest of the season. So somebody should lay hands on Mike. Not like Mike seems like the type that like nothing's going to make him change. Like not one thing. So I was watching like back episodes where um, he and his brothers were going in on that apartment building mm -hmm. and um, he was they, they they put his brothers put in all the money like their family seemingly comes from property development sort of money in L.A. So somehow and both of his brothers are successful dentists in the L.A. area. So they have their own means plus seemingly whatever their family means are to like go into this building venture together uh mike does not have that because he's like drained it in moving companies and shoe companies and other field ventures that he just keeps throwing at things at dartboards and being like that's gonna be what i do next and so he like was basically having to beg his brothers to pay his salary while they were developing this the, the building together oh that's right right yeah. and he he's got no room to be as big of an asshole as he is yeah it's i mean he must have just gotten a lot of a lot of attention in the past and that's where all that comes from. Like, it's got to come from somewhere. You know, he looks like he'd have, like, a side hustle flipping shoes. That he makes did. a lot of sense. He yeah. did. There was a shoe company that, like, but then he didn't ever take delivery of the product or anything. I truly don't know. I've lost, I've honestly lost count of, of all the things. And then he put some money into a moving company. I remember that. that. Like, went belly up. And he kept injuring himself on the job. That's probably Ooh. why it went belly up. Because he had so many workers comp shoes against himself. What a mess. Well, I'm obviously this wasn't you know it's a startup episode but i love this show yeah and i'm i'm really excited for them to be back especially because this one took so long i feel like to restart everything else like you know covid pushed some things back but this, i mean it's been over a year yeah since you know what i'm also excited shows. about when they did that like the last two minutes where they tell you how everything's going to unfold for the rest of the season um, there was not a scene that they weren't in costume. I have no <laughs> idea why they were in so many costumes. There were Western costumes. There were like bear costumes. There were so many different costume options. I'm thrilled to see how does that all, wh why? Why yeah. are we wearing these things? I think that like there's always some sort of a couple of theme things that happen throughout different seasons. Every scene was themed. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, in Summer House, because they were there and they couldn't go anywhere on the weekends, they had to have like a themed party for just themselves every right. week. And I feel like it's a little bit the same with some of the shows that are happening right now during COVID because they can't really go anywhere. Yeah, they can't and travel. so they're like, well, let's just bring whatever that party would be here, which is like my dream. I can stay home and hang out with my oh friends my God, no <laughs> well, we in do, a costume. They, we do see them. They rent a couple places. They're going to Palm Springs. It looks like they head probably to the mountains again. So we're going to see them travel together. And whenever they're all under the same roof is when things start to catch fire. Truly so. can't wait. Truly can't wait. And you'll love it too. You will learn to love it too. I have a feeling, like I said, you'll like this one. It's similar to Summer House in a way that like Ooh. it's actually friends they know the mess and they spill the tea. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. And they make up just in time for the following season. Yes, exactly. There's always like this reunion, will they, won't they? And then they do kind of, and then they probably don't. And then 
here we are next season trying to figure out will they stay friends mm-hmm. it's great we do love it well you got any final comments anything you feel like you're looking forward to any predictions any show um, predictions give us give us your show predictions messy mike's mama baby oh, oh. my god messy mark yeah messy mark's mama baby by whom who you um, think? he's gonna adopt you don't think it's gonna be of his own duel Oh, I'm not talking about the show. That's no. what I was thinking. As I'm, soon as I'm you said about, um, Reza. Reza. Okay. okay, as soon as you said adopt, I was like, I don't think he's yeah. talking about Reza. I'm not like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Adam really wants a baby. Adam has wanted a baby for a few seasons. Yeah, now. Adam has baby mm. fever. Yep. Okay. My prediction. All right, okay. Reza has a baby. Now, that would extend the plot line. It would. As we know, people will have, have kids to extend their plot line. Hey, Vanderpump. Yeah. Yeah. Or allow a friend to marry a best friend's ex-husband. Okay, what do you think? What do you think? What, well, speaking of Mike, what do you think is going to happen between Mike and Paulina? Is she going to stand around for that stuff? Yeah, she wants to be on TV. Look where she's built. Oh, I mean, she's around in some of the like previews, so I feel like she hasn't. I don't think gone she's. Anywhere. Yeah, she's not gone anywhere, but we'll see. I think she wants to believe that none of it's true, but she knows that it all is. Yeah, which we see a lot just in life. I feel like. Do we think? Um, What's his name? Tommy's going to keep up with his daily affirmations. I love it so much. Before they started talking about Mike's uh, iCloud hack, that was also a hack. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, Tommy literally like cut somebody off and was like, hey, hold on. Thank you for Mercedes. Thank you for <laughs> my child. And thank Jessica, you. who's yeah. not there. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that a lot. Tommy's hilarious. He's the one who was like losing his mind to MJ because he was like, why would you go hang out with these people and just talking a whole bunch of shit? That actually brings me to a question. I thought about this for being a D-time topic. Would you be able to like, I don't know, hang out with somebody who that your spouse despises? Like, would you be able to maintain a friendship? Mm. Even if that friendship was like from a previous life and but they have good reason, right? Like Tommy from a protective space has a good reason to really hate Reza. MJ has a long history with Reza in this particular instance. But I'll, I'll throw that question out more generally. But like, you know, Reza, they have a history there. So like as much stuff is going on, like there's still a basis of love between Reza and MJ. So I don't see her like, well, as much as she may not want to hang out with him, she, I don't think it has totally remove that love from her heart i don't know she like you can't but would you like would you have the ability to like i feel like that'd be very hard if your spouse despised someone this could be a room because you i'm not married so this question's not for me i would answer i think that you can maintain a relationship by yourself but you can't expect for your spouse to like hang out also sure i had a um a friend who uh her ex was a humongous d-bag and she just kept trying to like make fetch happen <laughs> and it wasn't going to happen right and it just made us fight because i was like i do not want to hang out with this man you know yeah. um so i think that like you yourself can can you know maintain or try to maintain that relationship whatever but you can't expect your partner to be like okay i'll just keep trying as right. they keep hurting you you know right so that's what i think I think that's the, it seems like that's the mentality that MJ has adopted. Hopefully. MJ and Tommy. Does Tommy go to, to Palm Springs? No, no. Probably not, though, right? Because so. they have a restraining order. order. Yeah. 
Oh God, I can't wait. Okay. Can you imagine? God bless him. <laughs> God bless um old girl's husband. Tommy. Tommy. White guy. Yeah. God bless him. I like him. I feel like he has he is so Staten Island or Long Island or wherever he's from. One of the islands. One of the islands. <laughs> he is it's courses through his body. You can see it. Yeah. But he loves her so much. I, I, they had such an interesting couple, but he loves her so much. She loves him so much. Yeah. And they love their little family. Yeah. So, well, I've got a fun game for you. Game time. We're going to jump into the game time next. And we are back for game time. What do you have for us, Game Master LP? Well, today I could not help but play on two of our favorite Shaws, the Shaws of Sunset and Jen Shaw. So we have a little game called the Shaw Squad Showdown. Good name. <laughs> Thank you. So we're. I'm going to read you quotes. And I need that have been said on the show, either Real Housewives of Salt Lake City or on Shaws of Sunset. And I need you to guess, is that Shaw Jen Shaw or is it a Shaw of Sunset? So you tell me who you think on this Shaw Squad's showdown. (laughs) (laughs) Who you think said it. All right. So first one is if you're going to say you're going to wipe your ass with my check. Don't cash my effing check. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Well, you know what? I, I'm gonna go a sunset person because I don't think I don't think Jim would say that. She she doesn't really talk about her money that much. Well, we know why. We know why. Well, you are correct. That is Mr. Reza Farahan. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Next one up. Give me a little lip gloss. No. Fuck off. You can have dry ass lips. <laughs> oh, that's Jim. That's Jim. I can see Fuck that off. scene in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That is so, that is factual. Factual. Jen Shaw. Um, all right. Well, here we go. Two things I don't like. I don't like ants and I don't like ugly people. Is that Jen? That sounds like something she will say. Close. I feel like it's Jen's, Jen Shaw's like Shaw of Sunset, sunset like, counterpart. Yeah. Is it yeah. Gigi? It's Gigi. Oh, that sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. She, gives, she doesn't give a shit. I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I would have drowned her in the lake behind our house oh, if it wasn't if she wasn't your friend. You know what time it is. That's Jen Shaw. <laughs> I, I watched that clip today. I was like, who says she's related to that woman? And she goes, I would drown her in the lake behind our house if she wasn't your friend. Oh my god. Love it. Oh, I mean, god. she may or may not be afraid of any kind of illegal activity. So things are coming full circle for us now. They love it. I don't know about murder though. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, I was barking like a Rottweiler about to bite off a Chihuahua's head. Whoa, sunset? You are right. Another GG classic. Ding, ding, Another ding, ding. GG classic. I have classic. to get to know this person. You yeah. do. You're going to like GG. The one who you said looks like one of the Jenners or something. Yes. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Next up, 
when you are messing with my family, that is the worst thing you can do. You are messing with me. Mm, Jen. Yep. I know my girl. <laughs> she that was that was kind of a um we are thick as thieves. Very moment. much so. Very much so. All right, I got a couple more for you. I got a couple more. Um, this is who I am. If I could fart glitter, I would <laughs> fart glitter. Messy Mark Cuban. <laughs> it's not Reza, oh. but it is. A, it was a Shaw of Sunset. Is Lily? She's a former Shaw. Oh, I remember her. Former she was Shaw. very, very fancy. Yeah, her hair was very big, huge. Was, she could have been on Roadie. Like she put Dolly Parton out for a run for her money because yeah. that was big ass hair, big ass hair. All right, next one. Roll your eye one more mother effing time and I'll come over there and drown you, bitch. Jen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did she say that to Whitney yes. when we were in the hot tub? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she is so scary. So good. It's so good. Um, all right, let's we'll 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 end this on a high note. Let's see. Last one. I love flying private and I feel sorry for people that have to fly any other way. Mm, Santa? Yeah. Okay, good. Who said that? MJ. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah. What a long. Well, I think you did pretty well. You only. Yeah. I know Jen. You know Jen. That's your girl. Jen has some classic lines. Jen Shaw was really what kept Desmond coming back the, every week because. I think if we had started him on, on something that wasn't as like wild as Salt Lake City, we would not be here today. We would not have gotten this far in. There <laughs> would be no season two for yeah. sure. Thank, so shout out to Jen Shaw. Thank yes. you for keeping us in business. Yes. And just for all of the things. I can't wait for Salt Lake. They wrapped filming season two uh, recently, very recently. So and she's still just been out and about. I will... Any chance I get where she's like taken to Instagram live or anything, because I feel like I'm watching someone send themselves to jail. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't decide if she's so unbothered by the fact that she got arrested by the feds because she's so innocent or because she's like in denial that she's so very guilty. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. And so she but is living I mean, that oh motto. My, I to guess, the core. but. That's wild to me that her, her lawyers are like, can you please stop? And she's like, nah. no. Someone's got to pay the bills. What did you send us the other day? It was about, you commented and you said someone's got to pay the bills, the legal fees. There's something Jen Shaw was talking. Oh, she's on Cameo. She is on Cameo. Jen Shaw is on Cameo. $100 per video. Oh my gosh. You know she's going to make some Should we? Too. I mean, that's basically like for a Cameo, you're, it's like supporting a woman's legal fund. You're kind of doing something. <laughs> and that's messed up. Y'all know I love Jen. Don't come up here and bring up messy stuff in the group chat, okay? <laughs> Making me seem like a bad motherfucker. <laughs> no, he, that was his, like, my birthday's next month. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He was, he was basically asking for that. I did have one more quote, and I'm just going to say it because it makes me laugh. I knew you'd get it, so I didn't use it, but I thought you'd like it. I was running around that pool like a gay G.I. Joe with a loaded pistol. Who said that? You know who said that. Messy Mike? Oh, my gosh. What a line. Mark Cuban. Oh my gosh. Keep that pistol in your pants. <laughs> well, apparently it's, he has, and his husband's the one that can't. Yikes, yikes, yikes. 
Reza said that he and Adam are in a good place right now. They redid their little backyard and because Adam, I think, got genuinely terrified that Reza, Reza would leave would leave him yeah. last season because he. I actually, I was it was interesting and kind of impressive. I was like, I would respond to this if I was Adam because basically Reza goes. This is not a time for you to talk. This is a time for you to listen and for me to talk to you about your bad behavior. <laughs> and I was like, I just got scared. Yeah. And Adam was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Daddy, sir. Oh, God. It reminds me of um, Mistress Angel. <laughs> Mistress Angel. Uh, quick detour. When um, during the Roa reunion, anytime Andy would talk to Candy, he would call her Mistress Angel. And at one point, he even got on his knees and was like, is this okay, Mistress Angel? Yes, Mistress Angel. And I think that Andy wanted to be at that bachelorette party, like many of us. Uh, who wouldn't have wanted to? <laughs> but it was so I, who, what do you think? I, do you think Candy's maybe sent Bolo to entertain Andy and some of his friends before? Oh my gosh, that'd be a good gift. Yeah, would, you know what? Today as we record, it is Candy. Excuse me? It would, would be, be a good gift. gift. For somebody who wants Bolo. I'm, oh. I'm Cynthia. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's Candy's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Candy Burst, mm-hmm. Tucker. Mm-hmm. Congrats on another day. Another, another day. year. You know what we're going to do? We've decided, Desmond, I think you'll be into this. I think this is how we're going to hook you back into the housewives. We're going to go on a little Atlanta food tour. We are going to hit up all the, we're going to patronize the various housewife establishments throughout the city of Atlanta. Mm. So Candy's got a bunch of restaurants that we got to try out. Cynthia's got Cynthia's got a wine store we got to go That's to. That's right. Um, so I think we're going to take a couple of field trips and do some some reporting from some real housewife. We could probably go see the hot dog factory. I saw a hot dog factory the other day. That's Porch's ex-husband's uh, restaurant. Or ex, not even. Her baby, her baby daddy. daddy. Yeah, her ex-fiance. Ex-fiance. Cordell? No! Oh, oh, I was going to die. I was going to fucking die. <laughs> you going to tell me Cordell got a hot dog factory? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, oh man! It's funnier if it was. Fuck it, we don't like that fuck. at a hot dog factory. I was about to fucking die. Oh my god! I have tears in my eyes thinking about the jokes coming already. Oh fuck! Okay, who has a hot dog factory? This gorgeous baby daddy and ex fiance. Oh, fuck. That's not Cordell? No, they were actually married. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Thinking Cordell having a hot dog factory is so fucking funny. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck. I'm crying. (laughs) Oh, that is the funniest thing ever. Oh my god! I saw Shout the tears Cordell, forming. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, fuck. So yeah, we'll go to the hot dog factory. Maybe okay, Cordell yeah. visits. So that- I'm sure he does. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! Okay, uh, we gotta wrap this up. Oh well, on that note, shout out to Cordell. Shout out. <sighs> To the hot dog factory and shout out to Candy Burris Tucker. We'll be coming to visit you soon and the OLGs at one of your many restaurants. And yes. we cannot wait to patronize 
your fine establishments. So, <laughs> oh, what an episode, y'all. I had a blast. I did not expect to end on such a gut busting. That took me out. Yeah. No. I had a good laugh like that in a while. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, that was fun. Well, Bree, please take us out of here. Take us to church. Well, we have a, a fun couple of weeks coming up. I know that Beverly Hills is premiering uh, soon and um, Family Karma is coming back, something that we haven't been able to get into yet. We have a, another guest coming up soon, so bringing some friends back in, so we're excited for all of that. Um, want to thank y'all for listening <laughs> and watching alongside us. Um, if you don't already, please find us on social media, Instagram or Twitter at Boy Meets Bravo. Um, and uh, we'd love to interact and chat with you especially if Bravo keeps giving us all the things it's been giving us. We just have, we have a lot to talk about with people who also need to talk about it. Um, we are a creative geniuses podcast. So if you'll find creative geniuses network on Instagram and Twitter, we will, uh, you'll find a lot more content that you did not even know you needed. So check them out and we'll see you next week. Bye. Night. Fucking Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cordell, having a hot dog factory. <laughs> I really wish you said Cordell. <laughs> you made my fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>